Hello and welcome to the AI Ops Podcast. Here we evangelize how AI Ops platforms can transform your IT ecosystem. To experience the power of AI-led automation, visit our website at www.ziff.ai. Thanks for tuning in. We hope this episode adds value to you. episode of the AI Ops podcast. I'm your host, Krati Gupta, and we are here to discover how we can harness the transformative power of the latest evolution of the tech world, artificial intelligence. In today's episode, we discuss AI Ops for cybersecurity. Today's guest is Kavita Srinivasulu, the head of cybersecurity and data privacy at GAVS. With the several awards she's won, she's no less than a celebrity for us here at GAVS. So before we begin, Kavita, would you please give us a small introduction about yourself? Sure. Thanks, Krati. Hi, everyone. This is Kavita here. You know, as Krati said, uh, I'm responsible for taking care of cybersecurity and data privacy for our global customers at GAVS. To just take a step back, uh, I have overall um, 19 years of experience in and around cybersecurity and data privacy. So I've been associated with companies like, you know, HCL, Wipro, Verizon, you know, then Bank of America for come some time. And then with AstraZeneca, that was my uh, last company. And, you know, I've had exposure and experience in both IT and ITS platform across various uh, domains, uh, be it, uh, you know, infrastructure security or digital identity, business continuity data, you know, all these several um, domains that I have exposure on. So I'm here with you all of you today to see as the technology grows, definitely the vulnerabilities accompany and there are a lot of uh, challenges on a day-to-day basis we are facing from protecting our data. So let's take uh, some time to see how AI Ops is going to help cybersecurity in the growing uh, technology in these days. Over to you, Kritik. So welcome on the podcast, Kavita. So every week, it seems like there is another large-scale security breach making headlines, reminding us how vulnerable we've become in this digital age. The internet, the great democratizer of information is increasingly forcing organizations to confront its sometimes dark and unintended consequences. So with this, I'll just dive directly into our first question. How does AIOps technology aid cybersecurity? If you see AI and machine learning are growing day by day in this digital world. They use, you know, different intelligence platform to recognize in the patterns which they can enable uh, data security, you know, in the systems that we are working on a day-to-day basis. In my past experience, based on the, you know, type of incidents that we have been facing is definitely, uh, you know, increasing day by day significantly, especially during this COVID period. And without delays, you know, uh, this AI ops uh, platform has come up with a new, um, you know, technology and this, uh, the impact of applying AI in cybersecurity will likely expand the level of, uh, you know, threat landscape that we are seeing on a day-to-day basis, introduce uh, new patterns and new algorithms using which we will be able to identify the threats and use them for, uh, you know, proactively identifying the issues or the vulnerabilities in the system. And application of artificial intelligence to cybersecurity works best, 
you know, where there is a uh, element of human intervention, you know, which is happening on a day-to-day -day basis today. So which mm -hmm. is, uh, if we compare with, uh, you know, the human intervention and the AOPS uh, application, human intervention has always been on uh, a reactive mode. Once an incident that occurs, uh, we are able to, you know, do some investigation and find out what's the issue, where is the vulnerability that has arised and all this, you know, it is more reactive in nature once we have a, a attack. However, AIOps, uh, you know, uh, is a is a pattern where applying this machine learning helps the security experts to detect and prevent malicious or any kind of uh, cyber threats well in advance, which is, uh, you know, a proactive in nature to reduce the security risks and data breaches. So identifying important data fl flows uh, in our systems will definitely, you know, help us to better understand what kind of, uh, you know, risks are available in the system or what are the vulnerabilities that may uh, end up in a potential risk. It will definitely help us in proactively identifying the uh, issues and uh, acting upon that, which will definitely reduce the timeline and the response time that we take for responding to any incident that may occur. You know, AI ops also helps in, uh, you know, to you know, to, for the cybersecurity uh, team to be uh, more agile, intelligent, and vigilant towards the cybersecurity threats and threat intelligence. That, that's from my side, Kathy. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was very interesting to know how AI ops can do wonders for an organization or entity in so many ways. The benefits you mentioned, like incident prioritization, observability, these all can be the absolute game changers in terms of increasing the effectiveness of our cybersecurity. So to understand things in a bigger perspective, could you run us through the benefits of AI ops enable cybersecurity in terms of Final financial impact, the ROI, and on an operational level, what are the uh, KPIs that we should be looking for or that can be enhanced? Sure. So first and foremost, you know, we'll talk about you know what are the different types of benefits that we can, you know, get by applying AI ops uh, platform in cybersecurity. First and foremost, uh, as I said, would be a proactive approach where we'll get, uh, you know, a holistic view of the IT infrastructure and the applications, uh, you know, vulnerabilities in one dashboard, uh, you know, where it gives us a, pro a very intelligent picture of, you know, what are all the vulnerabilities and how effectively we can work to mitigate the issues in a timely manner. And that's first. And second and foremost is uh, the downtime. So there is no uh, IT downtime that we may expect because as it's proactive in nature, applying its threat intelligence, the downtime will be decreased. And there would be a significant reduction of manual works, uh, you know, that we are, uh, you know, using our, you know, L1, L2 resources uh, in a SOC team for, um, you know, for continuous monitoring and you know, waiting until the alert or waiting until the incident that may occur. However, this artificial intelligence definitely helps us uh, in reducing the costs over time. And another uh, one that we can think of is on the faster detection and response to alerts or any kind of incident that may occur. As I said, you know, if we are aware about uh, any potential risk in the system, we'll be able to proactively, you know, mitigate it. Or based on the uh, learnings from, you know, what has already happened, and we are having a track on it. If there is any, uh, you know, alerts that come in, also we'll be uh, more effectively be able to manage the incident by predictive insights uh, for a data-driven decision making. This would definitely help us. And uh, another last, but not the least, is 
um, you know, we this will also help us in uh, being more proactive than being reactive in nature. And now talking about on the operational level, you know, how do we uh, increase the KPIs or what is, um, you know, how is it going to help us from the source perspective? It is definitely um, going to reduce the, um, you know, uh, resource cost, that's first. And one of the source of uh, cyber, cyber attack well known is, uh, you know, the IT team. This AI ops based analytics definitely is a platform where, uh, you know, MTD, which they said the mean time to detect or mean time to acknowledge or mean time to resolve. There are different KPIs that has been defined uh, or three important metrics that is uh, introduced for measuring the performance of the cybersecurity systems. This is more of, uh, you know, measurement criteria, which uh, definitely helps in, um, you know, on the operational activities as well as to perform a root cause analysis to quickly reach the bottleneck of a cyber attack. It, these KPIs also helps in uh, detecting an anomaly uh, within the IT infrastructure uh, teams or within any, uh, you know, systems, uh, you know, that we are working on a day-to-day -day basis. This AI ops platform will uh, also provide an actionable uh, insight which can be used by our cybersecurity experts to thwart the attack. You can also see, uh, you know, a significant increase in the uh, response time by applying these KPIs in our cybersecurity system to ensure our response levels and the level of incident reduction would definitely improve. All right, all right. Uh, so for my next question, uh, I'd like to know about the impact of remote slash hybrid work environment. So in a post-pandemic world, remote or hybrid working has become the norm. So what is your view on cybersecurity and AI ops involvement in that context? To my understanding, better cybersecurity is now even more important given that you know we are even more dependent on the internet for communication. How do you look at it? So that's a good question, Krati, mm -hmm. and yes, COVID-19, definitely this pandemic has forced enterprises and forced all the communities to embrace the new normal. Previously, you know, this uh, working from home was definitely was not a BAU. Now it's become a normalcy. You know, but however, undoubtedly, the cyber criminals have taken uh, advantage or uh, privilege to capitalize on these crises. You know, in the recent survey also, uh, which we've come to know that nearly 61% of the security and IT leader respondents are concerned more about the increase in the cyber attacks, targeting especially the employees using, uh, you know, the lot of um, kind of attacks that um, is, uh, you know, is worked upon, but one uh, increasing um, you know cyber threat is on the phishing, phishing emails and phishing um, you know messages or phishing calls that that has been increasing uh, you know vigorously uh, during this COVID period, and it is not only uh, you know we are talking about bringing visibility to cybersecurity team. Yes, it is advantageous, but you also should be aware that it is definitely increasing the uh, requirement of the cybersecurity resources and also the organization's, uh, you know, organization's, um, you know, requirement to increase the uh, security controls in their, uh, you know, environment. And by increasing, not only increasing the security controls, which is um, a challenge or a threat that, uh, you know, the organizations are facing, but also on protecting their uh, businesses. Because if you see in the last uh, three years the, during this COVID period, uh, as more, uh, you know, these workers become remote workers during this pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, 
it so do the customers right they do work from home and there are a lot of open uh, net open net or open space that we are all working from consequently maintaining uh, you know an insecure uh, you know environment which which definitely becomes um, uh, uh, a hacking period for the predators or the cyber hackers so what is happening so during uh, you know before covid we can take it as before covid and after covid before covid there was uh, you know the pii or the personal identifiable information which was sold or which in the dark web for around 30 to 40 rupees per you know 30 to 40 dollars per uh, pii however post the covid and has the hackers undoubtedly have been capitalizing on these crises the uh, the level of uh, you know demand and the the kind of uh, you know the the data has sold in the dark web has increased it's nearly uh, 350 to 400 dollars per data now nowadays so we can understand you know consequently how uh, maintaining a secure online environment or securing our data has become you know uh, undoubtedly very important across the business because it once uh, you know there is going to be a ransomware attack or any kind of uh, a cyber incident that is going to occur it definitely uh, reaches to a level where uh, you know this is going to impact not only their uh, finance but including their reputation and brand in the market so uh, this uh, suspension of Uh, business activities for a long time in various countries has happened uh, you know in 2021 if we take us as an example you know at least 80 to 90% of the organizations have faced the cyber incident it might be a low or an uh, high level uh, incident but then we cannot uh, deny in the fact that uh, organizations are facing some uh, kind of uh, vulnerabilities or cyber incidents on an ongoing basis but uh, however this ai ops uh, you know platform which has been discovered during this time you know this has been really beneficial for the businesses uh, you know as they have started using it for the benefit of protecting their data and taking proactive measure applying this artificial intelligence every business you know if you see they they maintain or they uh, store data in a very large humongous manner and mm. it is very uh, mm. you know difficult you know to safeguard the business uh, you know from day to day basis using manual processes definitely the growing complexity of the it infrastructure makes it difficult you know for the cyber experts uh, you know to identify the source of the problem and to do manual activities however you know if this ai platform uh, is is a space where that will help you identify the threats and uh, automating the responses to them without any uh, you know without without any manual processes by optimizing the efforts right so you know solutions for cyber security uh, using this ai ops platform can easily be determined and can be uh, you know helpful in the workplace to avoid data breaches or any kind of um, data Uh, security incident that's occurring on a day to day basis so when we talk about is uh, you know work from home is a, a better mode of uh, functioning or in office definitely a hybrid model is what is becoming a new uh, you know normalcy however uh, you know if that is uh, the new normalcy if we have to uh, work continuing to work uh, you know from using an hybrid model automating the efforts automating the it operations uh, do not affect your business reach and to automate your business uh, op, you know business uh, day to day activities we will have to apply ai ops which may it will seem high in the beginning but it is less in the long run you will uh, you know also have to spend less on um, you know the cyber security expert or the manual efforts that i would say on the resources and it would be uh, on the long run uh, very easy to uh, 
train and to adapt to the culture and easy to use and uh, understand the automated platform. Okay, okay. So um, from what you're saying, AIOps mm. sounds like a complete, uh, complete boon to uh, the cybersecurity arena right now. Yes. So, um, but uh, coming from an implementation point of view, what I see AIOps, it's it's a journey and not a, not a destination. So yeah. I'm sure that in your experience, you must have seen some pitfalls uh, that you know organizations have faced during the implementation of this AIOps-based cybersecurity. So could you mm -hmm. throw some light on the on these pitfalls? Sure, Krati. So when we're talking about the pitfalls, especially you know if the IT uh, security operations teams want to deliver. Uh, you know, uh, their maximum uh, business value and to show uh, a proper security controls deployments and to maintain or safeguard the, um, you know, infrastructure uh, in an organization. They the organization should definitely pay attention to some of the pitfalls which most of the organizations are facing today. So first and foremost, definitely would be on interoperability with existing tools and the data. You know, they, uh, you know there are uh, old legacy system which, um, most of the organizations have been using and that it's tend to be not uh, so uh, you know very upgraded in nature and uh, the integration with the current uh, technology is missing that is uh, one thing that the organization have to uh, you know sit and understand you know what uh, what is the um, you know level of uh, you know infrastructure that they are maintaining in today's uh, you know speed of technology growth and are they old legacy or is it required to be upgraded and you know patched accordingly to ensure we are uh, having the first line of defense within our infrastructure that needs to be understood and that needs to be upgraded that's first thing that i would definitely think of and another one i would definitely see is service and asset interdependency so they have a lot of resources um, you know overhead overhead cost you know there are teams various streams uh, that are available uh, in the organizations who are not um, aware about their uh, you know, the, the roles and responsibilities are not well defined. They are not aware. First is the awareness. I would definitely say the awareness issue. They are not aware about what, uh, you know, function they are working for and what are their roles and responsibility and how, what is the ownership of data that need to be taken care of. If there is an assumption that, you know, only cybersecurity team is owning the data or the, the security of the organization is only in the hands of the uh, cybersecurity team, that, that um, you know, that thoughts should be removed from uh, or erased from the organization or from the employees because each and everyone working in an organization is is owning the data and you are uh, you know you you are uh, obliged to ensure the data that you're working on is under your ownership and you have to be accountable for any uh, changes or any observations that you face you have to take actions respectively that awareness have to be built and the interdependencies uh, you know within the teams have to be reduced and their ownership has to be assigned so that's another pitfall you know which i see which has to be uh, uh, overcome 
and embracing, uh, you know, the process uh, and the culture change within the organization. There are a lot of, um, you know, uh, standards, be it ISO standards or the privacy acts or the regulatory requirements have been changing from time to time. And, you know, the organizations, uh, you know, delay in getting aligned to or adhering to these, uh, you know, uh, changing needs. You know, if there is a difficulty to change uh, in the system, then it would definitely be very hard to get aligned or to get integrated with AI ops, uh, um, you know, intelligence, because we have to ensure, we have to embrace with the current changes, we have to embrace with, uh, you know, the need of the, uh, our, uh, you know, operational, uh, you know, deployments to ensure, you know, whatever the latest or the, uh, you know, emerging technology that needs to be applied in our environment, our environment should be ready to take over that. So we'll have to ensure an embrace to the process and cultural change that we need to bring in. And, and one more, uh, you know, thought that I have and which most of the organizations today are facing is on the third-party dependencies. You know, third-party dependencies, when we say most of our organizations, what happens is uh, they know there is a security threat. There is, uh, there definitely has to be actions taken and build, uh, you know, security controls to safeguard our system. But one thing that they fail to understand is that, you know, we have to, um, you know, ensure not only are we, not only our internal systems, but also our uh, dependencies that we have on the third parties. When we fail to do that, they, they are not understanding that when there is a predator who's trying to influence or intrude our network, they don't try only through the direct line, but also through the third parties that we are dependent on. So we'll have to always ensure the third party dependencies are reduced, the right level of accesses are given to them. And you know we'll have to uh, reduce these um, you know, uh, third party threats uh, you know, by enabling proper security controls, uh, not only within our uh, organization, but also uh, you know, within our uh, you know, um, third parties environment. Okay. And uh, one, um, you know, one of the, uh, you know, key um, that I would definitely would like to highlight here is, you know, we have to change our old pattern or uh, the manual efforts to automation. When we have to optimize the efforts, we'll have to look in for the right level of uh, AI ops products, which will definitely have a holistic, um, you know, uh, management of not only our day-to-day -day operations, but also the cybersecurity platform to enable protection and the security of our data. And, uh, you know, there is one, um, uh, key highlight is that by optimizing the efforts, we definitely achieve, uh, you know, redundancy and business resilience in nature. Okay, okay, okay. So um, we talked about the role of AI ops in security, the financial impact, KPIs, common pitfalls. For my last question, uh, can you throw some light on what are the two areas that we can identify that would be developing due to AI, ML, and cybersecurity? Sure. So there are um, there are a lot of places where AI ops is going definitely going to help cybersecurity in changing the old legacy system for to optimization and applying threat intelligence to be uh, proactive in nature in identifying and responding to events. However, there are two key places uh, that I would uh, definitely highlight here. Is one is uh, IAM or digital identity. So you know we would have seen uh, you know in the past there are uh, there is. Uh, with respect to access control started off with basic active directory like uh, just a iam or identity and access management then we developed and we moved on to you know privilege access management then multi factor authentication and you know, to a level where it is 
uh, you know, growing towards passwordless solutions as well. But however, uh, you know, moving with this technology, if you are going to apply AI ops uh, using machine learning in, um, in digital identity platform, that is definitely going to be uh, automized uh, controls enabled in uh, digital identity where the trust verification or, uh, you know, the kind of zero trust that we call that very uh, that zero trust enablement is easily enabled when we are going to uh, apply AI ops platform in IDAM. That's one space or digital identity is one space that I can uh, quote for. And another uh, space that uh, again uh, you know has a huge need and huge benefit of this AI ops is on the data protection or uh, data privacy platform. I would say you know data privacy is a platform which is uh, which which is not um, you know is significantly um, you know uh, on, on limelight or it was. Uh, you know, it was applied or implemented across all the industries or organizations so far, but it's slowly uh, increasing its uh, its identity or its importance has been known by the organizations, how important it is to protect the data that we are, uh, you know, that we are handling in our uh, organizations. So this data privacy has taken a, a full uh, significant growth for the past one or two years. And you would have seen a lot of, uh, you know, data privacy acts that is getting released least on a geo to geo basis, you know, based on their own, uh, you know, policies and standards. So this data protection, uh, you know, when it is going to be uh, required at an organization level, manual efforts are not going to help. You know, this, uh, you know, threat intelligence or artificial intelligence definitely helps us in optimizing the efforts and ensuring, you know, the process that we are going to implement are, uh, you know, be it uh, in, especially in SOC also, where uh, we are going to, um, you know, implement this AI ops to overcome, uh, you know, proactive measures, you know, or overcome reactive, uh, you know, steps that we take during any incident that occurs, mm -hmm. we will apply this AI ops in a SOC platform and keep it more, uh, you know, proactive in nature. And this will enable us to identify and respond to any incidents in a timely and effective manner, rather than, you know, waiting until, uh, you know, the attack, uh, you know, affects our business or impacts our business at any chance. So this data protection, uh, uh, which will reduce ransomware attacks and uh, IAM or digital identity, which will definitely reduce access controls and uh, you know identity thefts that is increasing in the um, space will definitely uh, help in these two areas by applying AIML. Okay, Kavita. So with this, we have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you everyone who listened to this episode and I hope you all found some great insights and actual information on how AI-led automation can benefit cybersecurity for an organization. Do check out our website, zip.ai and gavstech.com for some actual used cases and articles. Do subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on our future episodes. This is Krati Gupta. This is Kavita Srinivasu here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. See you and take care. Thanks for listening to the AI Ops Podcast. Schedule a free demo today to experience the power of AI-led automation that can transform your IT ecosystem into a zero-incident enterprise. After all, zero is the new normal. Let us make this a reality for you.